Welcome to Wolverine Reads, a theatrical podcast celebrating new plays. I'm Nathaniel Quinn, producing director of Wolverine Theatrics. Art offers many opportunities, reflection, solace, introspection, an outlet, anxiety, or maybe a safe haven. It can also force us to face our darkness. Our current production, The State of Mississippi vs. Davis Knight, excavated by Victoria E. Bynum, processed and dramatized by Marcus J. France, does just that. Borrowing from Miss Bynum's book, The Free State of Jones, Mississippi's Longest Civil War, in December 1948, the Jones County Circuit Court in Ellisville, Mississippi, debated the racial identity of Rachel Knight, a woman who had been dead for 59 years. At stake was the fate of her 23-year-old great-grandson, Davis Knight, who was on trial for the crime of miscegenation. Davis, a white man in physical appearance, had married Junie Lee Spradley, a white woman, on April 18, 1946. Whether Davis was white or black, and therefore innocent or guilty of marrying across the color line, hinged on the racial identity of a distant ancestor whom he had never met, but who still excited the memories and passions of older citizens of Jones, Jasper, and Covington counties in southeastern Mississippi. As we welcome you into this courtroom, it would be remiss to not iterate that this court case is historically accurate and contains racially charged language. Please enjoy... The State of Mississippi vs. Davis Knight. All rise. The Honorable F. Burkett Collins presiding. The grand jurors of the State of Mississippi for the 1st Judicial District of Jones County upon their oath present that Davis Knight, being a Negro or mulatto male person with one-eighth or more of Negro blood, did in, on, or about the 18th day of April 1946, did willfully and feloniously and lawfully marry Junie Lee Spradley, a white female person, and did willfully, feloniously, and unlawfully live with her and cohabit with her as a man and wife against the peace and dignity of the state of Mississippi. The defendant demurs to the indictment exhibited against him. The causes of demur, we assign the following. To wit, one, the indictment is multifarious. Two, the indictment is duplicitous in that it attempts in one count to charge the defendant in the disjunctive with being a Negro and a mulatto and a person having one-eighth Negro blood. Three, the indictment does not charge any crime under the laws of the state of Mississippi. Overruled. How do you plead? Not guilty. Your witness. The state calls Mrs. Hannon Graves. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. You may be seated. Mrs. Graves, what, if any, position do you hold in the 1st Judicial District of Jones County, Mississippi? I am Deputy Circuit Clerk. As Deputy Circuit Clerk. Are you in charge of the records of the circuit court here in the 1st Judicial District of Jones County, Mississippi? I am. I hand you here a book and ask whether you can identify it. It's marriage record book number 12, White. Marriage record White? Uh-huh. Is there a different record book for the colored here? Yes. Now, you keep a white record book, that is, a record of white marriages in one and colored in another. We do. But this is the white marriage record book. It is. Directing your attention to page 381 of the record book, please tell me who was married by this license here. It was issued to Davis Knight, the man... 
the boy, and Junie Lee Spradley. Do you see Davis Knight to whom this license was issued? Yes, sir. And will you point him out to the jury? Well, I will say the younger one there. Is it the one to your left or your right? To the left. Is that the one to whom the license was issued? Yes, sir. And who was the woman? Uh, Junie Lee Spradley. Junie Lee Spradley? Uh Uh-huh. Now, when was that issued, please, ma'am? April 18th, 1946. Does the record show that a marriage was performed with that license? It was performed on, oh, the very same day by Mr. J.M. Powell, the mayor of Ellisville. If the court please, we would like to introduce a copy of this page of the record book as exhibit to Mrs. Graves' testimony. Exhibit A. That's all. Your witness. This constitutes the application of the parties, does it not? Also, the return from Mayor Powell. Did you personally issue this marriage license? I did. And were both parties present? Yes, sir. You say that you keep two marriage records, one for white people and one for Negroes. That's right. Now, do you keep records for any other races? No. Then, when a person, two persons, come in to get a marriage license, how do you determine which one of these books to get down? Well, Mr. Ross, we can't very well ask them. (laughs) Well, I will ask the question, do you ask them? No, we don't ask them. You don't ask them. (laughs) Now, I believe you are deputy clerk. That's right. Mr. Meter is the circuit clerk. That's right. Now, at the time this was issued, Mrs. Meter was clerk of this county, was she not? That's right. Whilst Mr. Meter was in the army, his wife was clerk, and when he returned, the people again elected him clerk. Mm -hmm. Now, in all the years you have worked here, how long is that? Well, I worked two years for Mrs. Meter, and I have worked almost a year for Mr. Meter. Concerning marriage lessons, has Mr. Meter given you any instruction as to whether to put them in the white record book or the Negro book? If the court please, we object. We think it competent. They must have some rules for operating the office. If not, we have the right to know about it. I think all official duties are presumed to be right until shown otherwise. Overruled. Has Mr. Meter ever issued you any instruction of general nature as to the insuance of marriage license to two predominant races in Jones County? I was told to use the white record for white people and the colored record for colored people. Now, do you follow those instructions? As near to my knowledge as possible. But you don't ask people whether they are white or colored. No, we are not in the habit of asking. Well, did you ask these people? No, but he came in with a crowd of white ladies. I understand, but you did not ask these people whether they were white or colored. No. And they told you what they wanted, didn't they? Sure. And you just got your white marriage record down. Sure. You looked at them. Yes. You saw the people, all of them. Yes, You saw the people, both applicants for this marriage license, sign your marriage record, didn't you? Yes. And you just, by looking at them, you got down your white marriage record. I didn't ask them anything about it. But the girl's mother was a white woman, and she was white. Shows that they were, doesn't it? Yes, sir. And you just got down your white record. Yes, sir. Do you know Mayor Powell? I do. He's been mayor of Ellisville for many years. Yes, sir. I mean, is he a white man? <laughs> of Of course he's a white man. And he performed the marriage ceremony, didn't he? He did. That's all. The witness is excused. 
The state calls Miss Kate Spradley. You are Miss Kate Spradley? Um, Mrs. Kate S. Till. Uh, right. Hmm. You promised to tell the truth, uh, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God. I do. Mrs. Till, what relation, if any, are you to Junie Lee Spradley? I am her mother. Is Junie Lee Spradley a white woman? Yes. Is she a full-blooded white woman? Oh, absolutely. Did you accompany her to the clerk's office to procure a license to marry Davis Knight? Yes. And she has been living with Davis Knight mm. as his wife since that time? Yes, sir. That's all. Stand aside. The witness is excused. The state calls Mr. J.M. Powell. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. Please be seated. Mr. Powell, what official position do you hold here in the city of Ellisville? Mayor. How long have you been mayor? Oh, 20 years. <laughs> Under our law, do you have authority to perform marriage ceremonies? We object. That would be a legal conclusion. Yes. The court will take judicial knowledge that it does. Mayor Powell, sometime in April 1946, did you perform a ceremony of marriage between the parties of Junie Lee Spradley and Davis Knight? Yes, I think I did. Can you identify this? <laughs> this is my handwriting. What is it? Well, this is the certificate I returned to the county clerk from the license. From the license showing what? Well, showing that they were married on that date. By whom were they married? By Mr. J.M. Powell, mayor, and ex-officio justice of the peace. <laughs> mayor, where did you perform this ceremony? At City Hall. It's just right across the street from this courthouse. That's all. We introduce this certificate as Exhibit B. In the 20 years you've been mayor, have you performed a good many marriage ceremonies? <laughs> Or nearly 300. <laughs> There's a little fee attached to that business, isn't there? No. Some of them tip a few dollars. Otherwise, you do it gratuitously. Oh, oh yes. A lot of it is gratuitous. <laughs> <laughs> is there any way you can look at the license and tell whether the people are white or Negroes? Yes, sir. Can you tell from looking at this whether the people are white persons or Negroes? The license for Negroes has a red border. This license to marry two white people, is that right? That's right, <laughs> with no red border. <laughs> if a white person and a Negro showed up in your office to be married to each other, would you marry them? Well, if they had a license, what would I do? Well, I just ask, what I, would be I your- I would object if I knew it. That's right. So you performed a marriage ceremony betwixt Davis Knight and Junie Lee Spradley, two white persons. That's right. And they were present, of course. <laughs> well, sure. <laughs> and you were looking right at them. Yes, yeah, sure. And you did not question the circuit clerk for issuing a white license. I did not. That's all, Your Honor. Thank you, Mayor. You are excused. The state calls Thomas Knight. Raise your right hand. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you God? I do. Mr. Knight, where do you live? Up in Laurel. How old are you, Mr. Knight? I done past 88. I'm in my 89th year. Now, Mr. Knight, who was your father? Uh, Newt Knight, they say. 
Captain Newt Knight, they called him. Yes, sir. That's what they called him. Where did he live when you were born, Mr. Knight? He was living up there in the edge of Jasper County. In the edge of Jasper County? How old were you when you left that community up there? I was 18 years old when I left there. Did your father have a slave there by the name of Rachel? Yes, sir. When did she come to your father's place? Uh, I really don't know just what time they come there. How long was she there before you left? Mm, well, I'll figure somewhere around eight, nine a year. Then you knew her from the time you were about eight or nine years old until you were 18 years old. Yes, sir. We object to that as leading. Sustained. Well... How long would you say that you knew her from the time she came there until the time you uh, left? Uh, that's Rachel you talking about? Yes, sir. Uh, nine or ten years. What race was Rachel? What was that? What was Rachel's race? I, I don't understand What you. race was she? Was she a Negro? Oh, race! Race! Was she white or a Negro? I'm hard of hearing. Was she white or a Negro? Uh, I I suppose she was a Negro. It wouldn't be what you suppose, but what... Well, she was just a regular Negro woman. What characteristics did she have of a Negro? Uh, Well, she had uh, kinky hair, a woolly head, or whatever you want to call it. She was colored like one. What about her lips? How were they? How was how? Her lips and mouth. How were they? Well, she she was just a Negro is all I know. Just a Negro. Well, was she an admixture of some other race? No, she wasn't no half-mixture. Wasn't no half-mixture to it. Just a full-blooded Negro woman. Well, yeah. That's what I would call her. We object to what he would call her. Well, that's what you would call her. Objection sustained as to what he would call her. He can give his opinion. Well, what is your opinion as to what she was? Well, she was a Negro. Uh Uh-huh. And what percentage of Negro blood or mixture of Negro blood? We object to that. There is no man who can capably answer that question. Well, he can give his opinion. Not his opinion. He can give his opinion as to whether she was full-blooded, half-blooded, Very well. Well, I say she was full-blooded. Full-blooded? Just a full-blood Negro. Did she have any children? Uh, Yes, sir. She brought uh, two when she come there to my father's. And what were their names? Georgianne and Jeff. What name, what last name did they go by? Georgianne and Jeff who? Are you asking me their family name? Yes, sir. Their surname. Uh, Well, they they went by the name of Knight. And during slave days, slaves went by the names of their masters. We object to that as leading. Uh, Sustained. Well... What last names, surnames, did slaves usually go by? Uh, I don't know what you mean. Well, what last name did slaves usually assume back during slave days? Well, they was just considered knights is all I can tell you. Well, 
Rachel's two children were named what? Georgie Ann and Jeff. And what was their last name? George Ann and Jeff who? Well, Knight. George Ann and Jeff Knight? Yes, sir. All right. Did you know those children, George Ann and Jeff? Oh, yes, sir. They, they come to my father. That is, they brought that old lady there, you know, uh, Rachel. She brought them with her. Did Rachel have another child or other children? Yes, uh, she had some after that. What were their names, if you remember? Oh, well, uh, Fran. Well, not after. Uh, she brought Fan to my father's when she come. Brought Fan with her when Rachel first come to your father's? Yes, uh, and I think. Yes, sir. Uh, Oh, Stuart. Stuart? Yes, sir. I think that was the only one she brung with her to my father's. And those were all her children? Oh, yes, sir. Georgiana and Jeff and Stuart. And seems like I... I guess that's it. There was three of them. All right. Uh, now, Jeff Knight, was he a Negro or a white man? Well, huh. I would call him a mulatto. What do you mean by mulatto? Well, part white. I mean, he wasn't white. He was part white and part negro. And what part white and what part negro would he be? Well, I suppose to be half. We object to that. If the court please. Sustained. What is your opinion about that, Mr. Knight? As to what part white and what part Negro he was. We object to his opinion as to whether he was half and half. Overruled. Well, in your opinion, what was he, Mr. Knight? Well, he was a mulatto. Now, what do you mean by mulatto? Uh, he was a mixed blood. And what part mixture was he, if you know or in your opinion? We object to as to what part he was, in his opinion. Overruled. He was just part Negro and part white. In other words, his mother was a Negro, and I suppose his father was a white fella. We object to what he supposes. Sustained. Well, what facial characteristics, if any, did Jeff have of being a Negro? Mm, well, uh, I just don't know. He, he was just... They called him a mulatto. That's all. What type of hair did he have? Well, he had a hair kind of like other folks. What type of nose did he have? Mm, what now? What type of nose did he have? Well, now, I, I don't know. I never stayed there with him. Well, I, I was there a long time, but I, I, I couldn't tell you. So, all you can state, then, is your opinion that he was a mulatto. Yeah, yes, sir. He was a mulatto, half. You might say, I suppose, that he was half. Uh, I, I don't know. I will ask whether you remember Jeff Knight being married. Being what? Getting married. Yes, sir, he married. And did he have children by that marriage? Yes, sir. They had two or three or four. Uh, I just don't know how many they did have. Well, can you name any of them? Hmm. Yes, sir. There was there was Charlie, probably the oldest, and uh, let's see. Oh, I don't know them folks' names. Charlie, though I know. Uh, and what was the other one? 
Charlie. Well, that's all right if you can't remember, but you do know that they had some children. Is that right? Yeah, yes, sir. And Charlie was one of them. Charlie was one. I forget the others. I just can't. I forget. Well, that's all right. That's all. Thank you for joining us for the State of Mississippi vs. Davis Knight, excavated by Victoria E. Bynum, processed and dramatized by Marcus J. France, featuring the voice talents of Jason Pasqua, Heath Howes, Justin Glover, Mason Quinn, Dan Muth, Sarah Foreman, Amy Woods, David Wigand, Kent Sugg, Elliot Clough, Phil Foreman, Hugh Butterfield, Francis Leary, Lenny Scoville, David Harlan, Benjamin Gonzalez, Allison Quaggenharken, and Chris Will. Directed by Nathaniel Quinn, with sound design by Kyle Harper and original music by Scott Hurst. If you've been enjoying our content, please head over to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash Wolverine Reads and consider becoming a patron. We are passionate about creating and celebrating new theater. Becoming a patron helps us to continue creating and improving our craft. And from all of us at Wolverine Theatrics, thank you for listening, liking, and sharing.